Welcome to the How'd You Meet podcast, your daily dose of feel-good stories of people finding love in all places. Here's your host, Chris Molina. Welcome to a new episode of the How'd You Meet podcast. My name is Chris Molina, and I am your host for today's episode. Today's guest is Kevin Jimenez. His wife's name is Brittany. They've been married for one year. They've been in a relationship for 10 years, and they've been living together for eight they have two fur babies and one human baby on the way. They, they are located in California. And fun fact, they have a huge family and they are all very involved. And those are his words, not mine. Kevin, welcome to the podcast. Hey, appreciate it. Nice to be here, brother. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. It's always good to see you. I got to see you last year in person, but since the pandemic started, I haven't, I haven't been able to see you. So it's nice to I see you, man. Say, it's, I hate seeing you only because every time I do see you, you haven't aged a day. Let me tell you. Since I met you back in the day, Sergeant Molina, you have not aged a day. Well, I feel like I'm getting wrinkled up. The sun's beating me down, man. God bless you. Hey, you, want, you want some beauty tips? You can get beauty tips. <laughs> yeah, give, give me some. Give me Here some. Here at the How'd You Meet podcast, we don't just give love stories. We give beauty tips you to do all the men out there because the women already know. It. Yeah, you know? they do. Men, you need to drink more and you need to moisturize right here. Wait, hold on. Drink more. Drink more water. Little, I'm sorry. Okay, I was going to say, I'm be sorry. a little more specific because then, you know what? Men have already been doing this for a while and I, <laughs> I, I don't see us getting any prettier out there. So, okay, drink more water. That's a... And then a little moisturizer. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit in the morning on your face, a little bit in the evening before you go to bed. It doesn't okay. even have to be that much. Just a little okay. bit. That you may know? have to be trained. That's... <sighs> That's a, that's a little more difficult. But. You're going to be up late uh, with this new baby here soon. Just put yeah. that into your routine. Okay. okay. No <laughs> All right. No so it. normally we don't talk about my, my, my good looks at the beginning of the podcast. We normally d- dive right in. And so I want to dive in now and ask you, how did you and Brittany meet? Loveyco.com. Are you a lady listener that wants to treat yourself here on the How'd You Meet podcast? Or... Are you interested in getting a gift for a special lady friend? Either way, check out loveyco.com for all the latest fashion and tips. That's loveyco, L-O-V-E-Y-C-O.com. And make sure to use that code BCMG to get 10% off of your order. That's BCMG, B is in boyfriend, C is in cute, M is in married, and G is in girlfriend. And all this information can be found in the show notes. Now, back to the show how did we meet honestly i think it's a i think it's a pretty beautiful story man uh you know we're going on 30 years such to give you kind of just like a, a broad perspective of what we've gone through um i met her when i was 14 years old mm. it was our first like official job we were working at six flags magic mountain out here in california <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you've heard of it yep and uh it's crazy man i remember just working there almost the whole summer and this girl just comes out of nowhere you know, I already feel like, man, I walked in day one, I was running things. That's just, you know, every, everything I walk into, that's just how it is. And I walk in and then there's this girl just, you know, over here, just, man, barking orders, running things. She's running back and forth, doing this, this and that. And uh, I'm, I got to say, she caught my attention immediately. But uh, yeah, 15 years going on 16 is the first time I met my wife. Wow. And wow. so let's, since we're with, since you're already back there mentally, let's, Let's let's go back there and let's stay there. Well, let me ask you a few questions. So, okay. 
it, it sounds like you were attracted to her work ethic first. Like, is that it? <laughs> you know what's funny? If you, you know my wife. Yeah. yeah. You know Brittany. Okay. Um, she has a big personality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So work ethic was, yeah, you know, it was on there. Her beauty, you know, unmatched. Uh, but it's, a, she has, it's like I said, she has a lot of personality. So mm-hmm. I don't know, just kind of her, her aura, her vibe, everything kind of just, you know, attracted me towards her. Yeah. So definitely the work ethic because she was a busybody running back and forth. Like, mm-hmm. you know, who is this woman? But uh, there's a lot. I don't know. There was a lot that attracted me to her. You know, it's it's interesting because I love doing these interviews. That's why I created this podcast. And one thing that is very common with especially the men in uh, in my life that I know are, are completely honest with me and they have they're, they're in a, such a loving relationship. When I ask this question and I ask like a couple more questions and you uh-huh. guys start describing the woman that you absolutely love, you don't have any concrete words to describe them. Like you were like, <laughs> oh, it's her aura. aura. It's her vibe. Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? Like you, you can't really see an aura. You can't see a vibe, but right. it, yeah. there's something there of, I think when men have found that person um, and maybe it's women too. I just remember um, whenever I'm interviewing men, but whenever we find that special someone, it's almost impossible to describe exactly what it is. Like if I had to exact tell you, what was it in that moment? Because I'm pretty sure there were tons of women, tons of teenage women around there that you as a teenager could have tried to talk to. You know, uh, her. this is being recorded. Uh, yeah. My wife may see this later. So no, we, no. Never, no. You, you had no yeah, eyes for I, anybody. You know, you know, of course there, there were other women. You're right, like there are those I mean, how many women do you run to in a day? Mm-hmm. How many of those women could be the love of your life? Like, mm-hmm. it just happened to be this one that had caught my attention in a way that nobody had ever done before. Yeah. You know, so you're right. It's 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 pretty hard to describe, like, how I truly felt about her at that time. Even that, as a kid, I mean, as a kid, 15 years old, I mean, you may know what love is. Mm-hmm. You may think you do, you know, um, but it's just one of those things I could never describe. Like it was always like she had always came into my mind, you know, no yeah. matter what we were doing. And we didn't ever even date back then, you know? Yeah. So that actually is a great segue because before I get to the next question, I was going to ask, how did you guys get from you walking in and just seeing her running stuff and, and you being like, Ooh, that's interesting yeah. to the first date. <laughs> like did, you know did, what? Did, did uh, you slick, uh, pickup lines what happened i don't you know i don't think i got the pickup lines i don't i don't got lines like that i don't i never do but you you know what it's uh when it comes down to it i think we had a connection and it was like uh it just has to be natural you know there was always these times that i would flirt with her a lot and i gotta tell you this one quick story it was uh, i remember the first time i tried to kiss her all right the first time i tried to kiss her there was this uh like cotton candy storage unit that we used to have, right? Mm-hmm. They sent us on this little mission to go pick up some extra uh, sugar for the cotton candy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm excited. I'm getting over here walking with her. I'm nervous. And I kind of like pin her in the corner, not in a bad way, but you know, I kind of get her in the corner. And I remember actually reaching in for a kiss and she completely dodged me. 
she dodged me. She went like under me. I don't know. I never seen, you know, in a flash, she was gone and she had to ran out the door just laughing, you know? So <laughs> she you're, you're trying to be slick and she did. I thought it was so slick. I thought it was cool being suave, you know, going for a kiss. And nah, she wasn't having that at the time. And, you know, she dipped out of there. So, uh, you know, it was a lot. It was a lot of like, um, we really, I think I remember at the time too. You know, I, you could tell when somebody's into you. I knew she was into me. I was into her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is, I was like, even at that time, I would be dating other people or she'd be dating other people. Mm-hmm. So there was always just like this connection where we'd be trying to flirt with each other, but it was never the right time. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of times where I would, you know, I would go on my day off just to see her, spend some time with her. Mm-hmm. You know, we would spend our lunch together all the time. And that's, I think that's how I began, you know, all that extra time that we would have to ourselves. We didn't just spend it by ourselves. We we chose to spend it with each other. Mm-hmm. So that's how like our friendship grew, I would say. So you built a, a good foundation of friendship is what you're telling me. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. We were definitely friends before. Like I said, we were probably friends for maybe about five, six years before we even started dating. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. I like that. Yeah. Uh, what would you say is, is one thing that Brittany does that makes you smile and feel warm inside? Man, I, like I said, you met this woman before. It's uh, she is man, she is funny. She is funny, and I, I, I think it's a little inappropriate. I don't know what kind of podcast this is. Yeah, I don't know if we, you know, <laughs> we might have children listeners. Let's let's. Yeah, so we're, so we're gonna keep it a little PG, but um, her comedy is definitely a little uh, interesting. She definitely knows a way, and I, you know what, I'm I'm known to talk trash, and you know that's just how I am. Like. You know, but I mean all in good fun. And, you know, there's times that she just tops me. She says things that just like, where did you, like, what do you, what do you mean? What do you, oh man, like, you know, and uh, I got to say, that's just one of the biggest things. I just like, I know even now you see how I'm smiling, like it's real. Like it, it doesn't have to be anything specific. She can literally just be laying to me, just say something random and it blows my mind, man. It is so funny. That's awesome. Yeah, I I bet. That is not a surprise that you would say that because you you've mentioned I've met her multiple times before. So like, <laughs> yeah, I know, you know who she is. Yeah. <laughs> what is the proposal story? I think it's beautiful. I'm gonna tell you right now. I Let's think, hear it. Uh, I think I pulled it off. I gotta brush my shoulder. I'm gonna tell you why because my wife's family is huge. Mm-hmm. There's you know we're a typical Mexican family. There is hundreds of us, hundreds of cousins. Anyways, bottom line, it was Easter, her favorite holiday. So that's number one. Mm-hmm. I did it on her favorite holiday, Easter. Um, we knew we were going to have a gathering. It was going to be a huge gathering. There was at least, you know, a little over 100 people there, 100, 120 people. So we were going to have a good audience, right? And every year when we have these get-togethers, we have little games that we play. You know, mm-hmm. Easter egg for the kids. You have little things for the adults. So I came up with this master plan. One, her favorite holiday. Two, yep. she was at work, so she has nothing to do with planning this holiday, and I was going to be home, so yep. I had to take advantage of this. So I made up this game where we would blindfold kids, and then uh, as you see, I remember you seen our house, right? We have a, yep. about a half court, a half basketball court in our house. Mm-hmm. So I took the kids to the basketball court, and we blindfolded them, and we set eggs on the floor. You know, some had candy, and we told some of the kids that had money. You know, so get them all riled up, get them all excited. And then we hosted this little game with about 10 to 15 kids. And then we kind of just let them loose. We blindfolded them. They had fun. You know, we're looking for this candy. You know, everybody's in there screaming, laughing, having a great time. Yeah. Well, on the other side of the basketball court, we actually have like an indoor gym, you know, Mm -hmm. pretty good size indoor gym. 
and uh, it's completely empty. It's like a dance studio. So I had already set up inside the gym. I had rose petals shaped as a heart inside the middle of the gym. I had heart-shaped balloons, red and pink balloons, you know, all over the place. I had pictures of us all over the wall. Um, I had candles on little glass stilts, you know, in a, right. in a, like a row heading to the heart. So my plan was, okay, we had the kids game. Kids already explained it. They seen it. Everybody gets the gist of it. Everybody knows the deal. So now it's the turn for the adults. We were going to have, because there's a lot of adults, we were going to have like a female group and a male group, which mm-hmm. is let's go. We would need 10 female volunteers. And the one tricky part about it is my wife, she doesn't always participate. Mm-hmm. She likes to videotape and kind of just enjoy people going through these things. But I feel like at the time she might've been kind of just like out of it or, you know, she, she had just hopped in the game. I don't even think even realizing what's going on. We had just <laughs> picked 10 women at random yeah. to get them up there. Right. So we picked 10 women, uh, we blindfolded them. And now, you know, because they knew how the setup was going to be, I had already explained to them, this is going to be for the kids, the adults. It's a surprise. We're going to move them to the gym, you know? And mm-hmm. at this point, nobody, nobody had a clue, right? Yeah. I had her, her two brothers, excuse me, her three brothers just help me out because I did need a little assistance yep. moving all those bodies. Yeah. So what I did is I had her, I already had somebody inside the gym that was going to guide all the blindfolded women and put them in a corner. Yeah. The plan was to have Brittany, my wife, be the last person so, uh, you know, it'd be just, I'd just walk right by her, guide her to the middle and then yep. boom, right? Okay. So this is where things got a little crazy. Whenever, <laughs> whenever you get blindfolded, I don't know about you, but whenever you get blindfolded, you get a little nervous, Yeah. right? So we blindfold all these women and they start freaking out. They're going crazy. They're like grabbing each other, holding each other. They don't know what's going on. So we're guiding these women, trying to do them one at a time. And one of Brittany's aunts starts freaking out. So she grabs Brittany you know, mind you, they're all blindfolded, but yeah. she grabs Brittany and she walks next to her in the gym. Like she's terrified. So I'm like, oh no, oh, man. This, this is about to be crazy. Mm-hmm. So I run in immediately right after her, right? And I pull Brittany from her. She's still freaking out. So I just throw her hand to the side. I'm, I'm not worried about you. You, you go over there, right? So her, one strong brothers, stiff arm. Yeah, 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 I just had to get her out the way. One of her brothers had to, you know, put her to the side. So one thing that I didn't realize is when you unblindfold a bunch of women and there's this proposal set up too, they're obviously going to have a reaction. They were like, oh my gosh. Exactly. So, you know, I pull my wife aside. There's still maybe a couple women behind us. So we guide them to the side. I guide her to the middle. And of course, once we start unblindfolding everybody else, they do. Oh my God. So, you know, but still, so at this point, my wife still has no idea. Yeah. She thinks that she is going to get pranked because the Easter before last year, yeah. something similar happened where one of her brothers actually smashed a real egg in her head, right? <laughs> so in her mind, I think she's still traumatized. She still had that in her head. She's like, okay, like she's just on guard. Like she's ready. Like that's yeah. what she feels is going on. And then when the women start screaming, she's like, mm-hmm. she immediately starts to bend down to start pick up eggs because yeah. she thinks that they're ahead of her. So she's now looking, she's like, no, 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 I'm not gonna have them beat me, right? And I'm trying to hold her on. Like, no, no, don't worry, as it started, as it started so my mind is just inside this room i forget that there's still a hundred people outside outside the gym because i haven't opened the doors for them yet right so my other thing was like okay once i have her in the middle it's about to go down the other women are calm yep let everybody in open the door so they can witness right 
So again, I guess their mindset, them thinking it was going to be a game. We opened the double doors to the gym and these people start rushing inside the gym. They start going, yeah, they start just all of yeah, them just, just running, running rushing in. So while I have her, I just hear my candles that are like lit. So they're real candles just start falling off the little tilts. Oh. And I'm just like, oh man, like I can't even look. My focus is on my wife. Yeah, yeah. I can't even look at what's going on. There might be a fire here soon. Whatever. You just got to ask the question, get the answer. Yeah, that's it. So immediately, you know, I told her she's ready. I'm already on one knee waiting for her. And then right behind me, literally right behind me was a sign, you know, if she couldn't tell that I was on one knee, there's a sign that says, will you marry me? And uh, man, I don't know if you've seen the video, but like uh, her reaction still gets me to this day uh, because it was real. You know, it was a real reaction. It was real, I don't know, super intense. And man, like it, it brings a tear to my eye every time I see it. Because man, it was just so authentic. Yeah, you man. know, so she saw it. You know, she covered her mouth. She was a little freaked out, and yeah. uh, everybody was just going, you know, going crazy at that time. And then that's when I got to go on one knee and propose to my wife. I do remember seeing the uh, the pictures because uh, those were per- posted first, I think, before the video. Yeah. And yeah, man, you should you should dust your shoulder off a little bit. That was I'm a little proud. I'm that little was proud well done. Quick question: Were you nervous leading up to it? Because I know, oh. I know you. I know you. You're you're Mister. Like my stuff don't stink. I know what I'm doing. Like absolutely, absolutely. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah, I was nervous though. I was nervous <laughs> as hell. Man, I remember like uh, I didn't eat that day. Why were you day. nervous? I mean, why was I nervous, man? Because I knew this is something that obviously, like, uh, you know what? When a man proposes, you almost know she's going to say yes. You know, when you're truly in love, that's not that's not a fear of yours. That wasn't a fear of mine. Mm-hmm. I know she was going to say yes. Mm-hmm. But that's just like, I guess, just the overall moment. I wanted it to be special. I wanted it to be memorable. Of course, I wanted her to say yes. So it's kind of <laughs> you know, every, everything, everything, everything kind of just plays a part. So leading up to the day, I remember just waiting for her to get home. Like my heart's racing all day. I couldn't eat. You know, because I didn't want to get my fit dirty or I didn't want to yeah. just like, throw it up. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't explain. I was, I was nervous. I was nervous. And then, uh, you know, again, even step by step as everything was happening, it was kind of just like, man, it's, I'm still nervous. But we, this just has to happen. We got to play it out. Um, but that's just one thing. I, that's one moment that I, I know, like, it's cool. And I, you yeah. know what? I think I still played it kind of cool. I wasn't like freaking out. Yeah. I did everything I had to do. Mm-hmm. Um but definitely, definitely, definitely a little nerve wracking. I'm not going to lie. You know, it would have been great if you would have asked the question and then she dipped out on you and laughed and ran away. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I wouldn't have got a laugh at it that time. I think this one was <laughs> this one. This one would have broke me a little bit. I think it hurt my soul a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Last question about the proposal yeah. story. Um did she have any idea that it was going to happen? It sounded like she was pretty surprised, but yeah. when she tells it, did she have any idea that maybe you were going to propose sometime in that vicinity? Oh well, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we talked about it. I don't, you know what the day coming to the day of, I can tell that she was completely surprised. Mm-hmm. She had no idea that it was coming at that exact moment. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, us being, you know, at the place that we were, we already knew, you know, where we were heading at the time. So we had that conversation like we knew we were going to get married. It was just, you know, making sure that that day was special, memorable, and that, you know, it had to be a surprise. You know, it's not something yeah. that she knew or she couldn't see coming. But yeah, overall, she knew. But that day, complete surprise. That's a great story. 
That's a great story. We only have two questions left. Let's do it. So when you feel like doing something special for Brittany, because you want to make her feel like you absolutely love her, what do you do? You know what? And uh, I think this one's something that's a little hard for me only because uh, I, I can honestly say I'm not the romantic type, you know, as hard as I did try that day, you know, the Pro Bowls, it came out great. Everything just worked out. Um, but man, I don't have that kind of mindset. So I, I overthink it sometimes, but I try really hard to do something to make sure that it, as long as she's happy, you know, especially for these moments, like she loves going to new places. She loves dancing. Unfortunately, there's been no dancing in this last year. Yep. Um, but she loves just trying new things. She loves just being able to show up somewhere and everything already be ready, you know? So if I do end up doing something special for her, I want to make sure that everything's already set, that she could just come and enjoy herself as opposed to coming somewhere to work, you know? So um, when I look, when I look into kind of surprising her or doing something special for her, um, that's what I got to like. Like I said, I want her to be happy. I want something like for her to enjoy, but it's something new, you know, always look for something new just to keep her, kind of on her toes, you know, excited about life. And yeah. Yeah. So something new. And then also, I think it's important to mention what you, what you talked about is like something that she doesn't have to work on. Yeah. Like she can just show up and, and go there. Cause the last time that I saw you a year ago, I remember whenever you and I were talking or before you even got there, cause I got there before you got there. So I was just yeah. chatting with Brittany and her parents like she immediately was in the kitchen or running around doing stuff. Like it seems like she's the type of person that's always going. So you like to give it, give her the opportunity to like, just chill. Absolutely. Only because she is definitely the type that goes above and beyond for, you know, everybody, Mm -hmm. you know, when she does something for somebody else, she does it all the way. There's no half, you know, anything she'll for any minute detail, she does it all. You know, she wants to make sure everything's clean. So when it comes to her, you know, it should be reciprocated in the same way. She needs to just come and just enjoy herself. Last question. All right. What is one thing that you hope she knows about how you feel about your guys' journey together through life? And you know what? Uh, Hopefully this journey is, you know, long, as long as it could possibly be. Uh, One thing that I want her to always know is how much I love her. You know, she is just my priority. I even tell her now, you know, we have a daughter in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, extremely, I feel blessed, super excited, but she's always going to be my number one. My wife is my number one. And I want her to always know that, that, you know, I love her, you know, till the day I die. Do you think she knows that? You know, I do. I mean, I tell her every night. I think, I think she, I think she, she knows that she feels that like I, like I knew she was going to say yes to my proposal. I, I, I'm pretty sure that she knows how much I love her. That's amazing. Kevin, it's weird to call you that because I know you as uh, Corporal Jimenez, you know, (laughs) Jimenez, it was great speaking with you, seeing your face again. And I'm I'm thankful that you gave us a glimpse into your guys' relationship, because if you and I got to hang out like we used to back in the day, I would already know all this stuff. I wouldn't have to ask because I would have already asked you, you know, it was a lot of that hydrating that you were talking about mostly that we did back in the day. So, uh, <laughs> I should have right. told you about the moisturizer. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, even then, even then, you always had your little secrets. Uh, it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. I'm always here when you want to talk. And I appreciate your time, man. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd appreciate it if you would do any or all of these three things. Number one, 
rate and review this podcast. Number two, send this episode to a friend that needs to hear this feel-good story. Or number three, let us know about a friend or a family member that has a how'd you meet story that you think should be on this podcast. You can send us an email at howdyoumeetpodcast at gmail.com or you can DM us on social media at our social media handle at How'd You Meet Podcast. All this information can be found in our show notes. So thanks again for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.